Hello, friends, and welcome to the Dimension of Our Midnight Cake, a weekly transmission from the Nexus of Realities. I'm Soltis, and joining me are my friends and fellow transdimensional beings, Beaches. Uh, hold on, let me finish up this one last action figure eBay transaction. <laughs> I need this. <laughs> and I, I lost it. Okay, <laughs> didn't want it anyway. Lumberdor. Uh, hold on, I just want a turtle on eBay. Just be just a moment. God dang it! <laughs> <laughs> and Doug. I mean, this was the weirdest Dexter's Lab spinoff. <laughs> I don't even know what to make of it. Primal, also known as Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal, is an American adult animated action horror television series created and directed by Gendy Tartakovsky for Cartoon Network's late night programming block, Adult Swim. Primal is set in a deliberately anachronistic vision of prehistory, portraying dinosaurs, prehistoric hominids, and Iron Age Homo sapiens as coexisting within the same barbaric time period and incorporating many elements of fantasy, horror, action, and adventure. The premise is a bond between a Neanderthal and a Tyrannosaurus named Spear and Fang, in the production notes and credits respectively, who struggle to survive as they encounter the various dangerous creatures and Iron Age civilizations. According to Tartakovsky, Primal was an early piece of work he scrapped because it did not click with him at the time. As he learned more and more about what drew people into his shows, he wanted to experiment with those artistic traits, particularly the use of no dialogue and slow moments. He also stated that the method in which he approached animated shows and films began to slow down in terms of energy after Dexter's Laboratory. By the time he began working on season five of Samurai Jack, it had come full circle. He said he was inspired by Conan the Barbarian and vintage pulp novels, as well as films such as The Revenant. Tartakovsky felt that people would not take the show seriously because they were breaking the rules by having a man and a dinosaur together. So he emphasized that it is a character study, a buddy's journey about two characters who are very different, but bonded by tragedy. Primal has received widespread critical acclaim with much praise for its animation, storytelling, music, emotional depth, horror elements, and editing. If you enjoy our discussions and would like to contribute, support, or contact us, consider visiting our website at OurMidnightCake.com. Like, subscribe, and share the transmission with your friends. My apologies to the fans of Idiocracy once again, as that discussion has been bumped. Join us next week as we brave the nexus to talk about Pig, the 2021 American drama written and directed by Michael Sarnowski from a story by Vanessa Block and Cernowski. I watched the premiere when I think it first came out. I think they made it. I think it was free for free on YouTube for a while. You could watch it. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, I had a lot of fun with this. I thought it was really cool and really well done. Oh, man, I love I love this. This is like right up my alley, though. So I'm all about just crazy, bombastic, stylistic action sequences. And I'm all about 2D animation. So it's just like, it's all the things that I like. I literally just forced myself to finish the first season. <laughs> 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 Minutes ago. <laughs> I tried to rewatch the first few episodes, but I fell asleep again. But I really enjoyed it. It wasn't because I didn't have, watch it. Have you seen I'm it all? Tired. Lumberdor? I've seen the whole first season. Okay. I haven't watched the second season yet. 
Okay. Because I even watched like the episode that came out this week and it was oh, awesome. So from Lumberdor yeah. and, and my perspective, we've just ended on a Muda. <laughs> His first words, yes. I will say, you know, it's it's still very light on dialogue, but there are more human characters in season two. They start to explore them encountering other civilizations a lot. It seemed like we were getting to that, yeah. I feel like the season craziest two is very interesting. The craziest episode is in season two, in my opinion, which is that oh, really? missed episode. Good grief. When they go into that village and have the massive, ugh, it's unreal. <laughs> unreal amount of like, you know, it's like a Conan the Barbarian heavy metal comics, like inspired level oh, of yeah. violence and carnage. Yeah, it's wild. I just rewatched, I guess it was the second or third episode and him and the dinosaur like trucking along, kind of befriending each other kind of get on each other's nerves and then they accidentally run into the pit of snakes and they both <laughs> just slowly like oh crap and just slowly start backing away <laughs> and and on that one of the things that i enjoy most about this series is that it is all show don't tell oh yeah they don't have characters with dialogue or you know very much of it mm-hmm and everything has to be conveyed through the images that you see, through any sort of expressions or glances that the characters might have to one another. And it's left to the audience to intuit what's yeah. going on through the characters' minds. I'd argue with yeah. that just a bit. Okay. And of course, you're right. There's, at least in the first season, next to no dialogue. I got to an episode that I, I was almost really enjoying. Um for a bit there i was like i was like this feels like a scooby-doo you know until there was like this guy on fire and i'm like this is not a scooby-doo <laughs> but uh the the witches it was smoke and mirrors you know? man oh, smoke yeah. and mirrors yeah, the, the witches. witches and i thought they did such a good job when that uh, pterodactyl spied out the characters are i, I believe they're naming them they're calling them spear and fang and fang mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then they just shot to the uh, the head witch, and just instantly you realized that she was seeing through the pterodactyl's eyes, and that was great. Mm-hmm. I love that. But then they had like three full flashbacks of this one witch, you know, uh, oh, I'm going to go through this hoop and see how this dinosaur lost its bit. And then we go through this hoop, and by the third time I was like, we get it. <laughs> I know it's so it was a little bit of good and bad in the same episode. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that there are episodes for everybody, as far as if you, you know, there are witches, there are dinosaurs, there are there's mm. an invisible predator monster, zombies, there's zombies, <laughs> there's oh gosh, the zombie one's crazy. That episode <laughs> is nuts. Jeez. In the second I, season. You know, there's all the different civilizations that they encounter. Yeah. They really start to encounter different cultures. You know, but that's like, I'm watching the first season. I'm like, how are they going to up the insanity of each yeah. episode? And then you get zombie dinosaurs. I'm like, okay, of course. And then what are they going to, witches, of course, there's magic. Uh, it, it was great. You know, and that whole scene of them lumbering through like the, the lava pit and everything falling apart. And ugh. so would you still call it, this is where I'm kind of, you guys probably know more than me. Would you still call it like cinematography, like the way he frames things? Sure. Even though it's not a camera. Oh, no. I mean, yeah. it's sort of a camera, right? Yeah. It's, 
that's something else I think I they really... think of that. Don't in animation, don't they think of it? It's right. sort of like you a have camera. to think about the camera shot, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, totally. I, whatever view they're animating, that is the camera shot. Yeah. 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 There's just these moments where it'll like it'll hit slow-mo or the music will cut out, or it switches to almost like more of a letterbox kind of like I think there's other things they do that help tell the story. Like we were talking about like getting in someone's head or something like that. And that's, and that's something else that, I really like about the show. I feel like it's paid as much as there's like crazy action, there's like patience and like moments of like quiet or stillness or things like that to create tension. That's something else I really like about this show, I guess, is like the overall pacing. I mean, there's some words just peddled to the metal insanity, but I feel like they break it up too. That's one reason I was really looking forward to this series initially is because of his work on Samurai Jack and even right. some of the gags with dexter too dexter's laboratory not uh neighbor murder and then dexter. that excellent work in hotel transylvania of course yes yes <laughs> i did enjoy that one though even though you're being sarcastic dexter the serial killing uh <laughs> i would watch now there Blood's was a graphic, there was a, a comic series of that so if he adapted it i would watch it totally <laughs> But I would um, watch a Dexter like, series by him 100%. Yes, it was the <laughs> it was the pacing and the cinematography that got me with Samurai Jack going through and watching that originally. And that's what I was really interested about this, really having mm-hmm. no dialogue or little to no dialogue initially, because he was so good at that with Samurai Jack, just conveying those emotions of him being in a unfamiliar environment and adapting to whatever was going on wherever he had been placed at that time and to turn that in into kind of a caveman story was what drew me in initially to this I should series. have done more research on this is this essentially him just getting to do whatever he wants i guess yeah there was there was some deal they wanted him to do something and kind of gave him free reign and he's like okay i want to do this adult swim and they're like okay cool from what i remember hearing initially mm. this was like one of those kind of pet project things that he always wanted to do or at least it was like a please come make something for us i enjoy those usually i know there are some things where you you give someone the opportunity to do whatever they want but when what they want to do is horrendous i'm (laughs) doing the whisper motion ren and stimpy adult party cartoon (laughs) (laughs) i have to whisper that it's it's been hushed for years just pretend that doesn't exist the only good part about that was that frog that's it i just i you're right about because, the frog. <laughs> like as I watched this, I kept thinking, how in the heck did he ever get this made? Because it is yeah. such a, like a crazy kind of show. And I really thought this was like a one-off thing when I first heard of it. I thought it was going to be like a mini series and then done. Yeah, me too. So what about the characters? You have Spear, who is the Neanderthal hunter, loses his family to tragic dinosaur-related attack. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you have Fang who is his partner slash pet kind of pet. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of but slash enemy odd couple slash. Please don't eat me. Who also lost her family due to a dinosaur related attack. They find themselves in this situation where it's mutually beneficial to work together. They have this uneasy alliance that they start. And then as they go forward, it develops into more of a trusting relationship. And then they actually seem to like each other as, and then they're almost like roommates where they, they'll get on each other's nerves and 
but still yeah. work together. And <laughs> yeah. there are rocks that the other one while he's sleeping and snoring. I thought, yeah. I thought one of the cooler one of the cooler episodes that explored that is when Spear had put her like in that little cave and like walled her off and everything was helping like rehab her wounds and all that. I thought that was really interesting. It was him really going out of his way, not just for like mere survival, but because they had built up like almost like that, I don't know, buddy cop film relationship yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought that was a neat little exploration of him uh, being very paternal or really caring for her when, you know, really like he kind of would just leave her to die. Right. I mean, in any other situation, I thought, I thought that was almost like a bit of a turning point kind of episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah, this one you know, is there special. is sort of a progression, I guess. There's like a progression that's there, even though it is kind of like just them killing stuff every episode, too. <laughs> Which yes. please continue. The, I'm, the, I'm the crucible of of mass murder brings them together. Yes. As, <laughs> the violence of survival <laughs> in a hostile world. Oh, and it is brutal. What I couldn't work out from episode to episode was uh what are they doing? Is it just survival? They're just, they've decided they're on the move. Yep, pretty much. That's, yeah, that's that pretty first, much. Because I was that like, first season I, is very much just them just living. They both seem to have sort of a territory and a home life at the beginning, and uh, they don't really seem to be seeking that out anymore. Yeah, they seem, they kind of become like nomads. And then I think season two, though, is when we have more of a larger storyline kind of emerging. Oh yeah, uh, but that first season it is very much just like nomad traveling around hijinks of survival and discovering all the little weird little corners of the world. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's like Kwai Chen Kane just walk the earth, but you know, murder dinosaurs instead of help people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, but but Spear is sort of the Incredible Hulk. You know, the more pissed off he gets, he literally turns into a Hulk in one episode. He does. <laughs> there, there is an was my favorite Hulk episode. It was my favorite episode of the first season <laughs> because I was thinking precisely, this is the Hulk that I want. You finally yeah. got your World War. Indy Hulk. gave it to me, even though Faggy won't, or whatever the heck his name is. Um, <laughs> if you piss him off enough, it doesn't matter how many arrows you put in him, he's going to kill you. He's going to do it. <laughs> Because as you said, his arms and legs are like as thick as his torso. <laughs> He's absurd. He's an absurd character for sure. Conan's like, is that I what Neanderthals look like? <laughs> well, that's what these Neanderthals look like. <laughs> What's fun in the second season also is that when they interact with these new cultures, they have the languages of these cultures. Yeah, they still don't speak English, right? No, no, they speak, they'll, they'll speak Norse, I think, Irish. I think Mira's thing Arabic. is Arabic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she's speaking Arabic and they don't show translation for anything. You know, all you really pick up is the names. And they'll be forced to communicate through other means, you know, mm -hmm. like, like drawing little pictures in the sand and trying to figure things out, make something relatable to someone else from with a completely different experience and knowledge base. And that was very interesting for me to watch. Have they used in the second season? Have they used any kind of like sign language or anything? They kind of gesture and stuff like that. Gesture, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say. yeah. Going back to like with the communication, I was interested to see how this was going to be portrayed in a cartoon. I really liked how it was done in the, I think it was the second of the Planet of the Apes movies, the newest one, trilogy. That first full 30 minutes of it was basically no dialogue. And I really enjoyed that. I know some people did not. Mm. Yeah. I also think of like, uh, 
that first that opening like 30 minutes of wally is yes. a mostly no dialogue situation too would it's you say uh, so this show rather than tell i, I like yeah, that show yeah, kind tell. of challenge mm-hmm. it's one thing to write a good dialogue but it's one thing to portray what the characters are thinking without having them say it i think that's something that is largely lost on modern productions Oh, yeah. With little thought to how it affects the story or how it affects how their character is portrayed and how people will will look yeah. at them for what they're saying. Are they saying something that their character would say or are they saying something because the plot needs them to say it? Because the plot so needs that the it. Yeah, it's the can plot continue. Like most of the time. Yeah. Specific you know, I, example, I was watching a show um, where there was an appointment and they got there. And I noted that when they got there, the lady said, um, we've been expecting you. And do people actually say that? Like, of course, no, it, it's more like we had an appointment. You been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sign the page? Did you sign this? You know, it, it makes me think of um, what was uh, oh geez, the Charlie Chaplin movie we watched, Modern Times, Modern yeah, Times, yeah, you know, like like the silent films that I mean, sure, they had the title cards or or whatever you call yeah. them, but they couldn't just barrage you with that non stop, you know, there had to be a certain element told through like body language and. The staging and the story and all that so the title card was for information that absolutely needed to be conveyed it had it couldn't be yes. conveyed yeah. any other yeah. way yeah it's it, that it, it's like that necessary restraint of the medium and the technology of the time kind of unlocks different possibilities maybe that now we uh take for granted <laughs> <laughs> the subtext and the subtleties of this show are wonderful for me yeah it's interesting. It's like one part that, and then one part just bombastic in your face. Oh, yes. Yeah. Action and violence. It's, it's got a bit of both. It really does. Do you guys think that this was a successful project? Clearly. Oh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so, just to get one that it got put on TV or streaming or whatever the crap it's on, Is it on in the first place. I assume so. Adult Swim still puts things on TV or TV. It's on HBO like Max. Things. Um, but this, the fact that it is also getting a second season to me shows that not only did they do something right and actually, you know, trust him to make I don't something. know. Loki's getting a second season. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it doesn't count. Okay. If Disney owns it, it doesn't count. <laughs> oh, nice. They throw money at anything. <laughs> and if it sticks, Dang. they keep going. I feel like that's like our first t shirt, you guys. If Disney, <laughs> Disney owns it, it doesn't count. <laughs> Can you imagine having the resources of Disney and Marvel and the legacy with all of their characters and stories and not being able to come up with something competent? I feel like every board meeting, we're going off the rails here, but I feel like every board meeting is the dude from Office Space, his neighbor. He's sitting on the couch and he's the guy (laughs) that the one reasonable guy in the room going, no, man. No, I punch a guy in the face if he said something like that. I think no, the man. problem with Disney is is too much because they do they they do put out good things. Yeah, it's just they put out too much, and obviously, some of that too much is going to be terrible. I mean, yeah. well, I, just in the past year, we've seen. Um, uh, I think we all like the Chippendale movie, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Someone so. at Disney made that. Yeah, um, but again, I think, I think we like that and we like Spider-Man. 
it's spider-man was the marvel studios right even though sony's got their name on it Mm -hmm. okay with marvel it was it was better when we were just looking forward to like maybe two two things right (laughs) yes you Um, remember when it was like an amazing year when like a batman movie was coming out yes A single the year comic was book 1989 related thing. and there was milk and cups and We were just impressed that Tony Stark showed up at the end of The Incredible Hulk. You know? But that was enough. The question was, do we think that Primal was successful? Was that the question? That was the question. Yes. You yeah. know, I think I think he did. To me, it feels, and this is like outside observer, what the heck do I know? But it feels like it's not catering to anything. He really just made the show he meant to make telling the story he means to tell in the way that he wants, just because it's so unique and unusual uh, compared to other things out there. So I think so. I found this more enjoyable than a lot of other things that I've watched recently. Mm -hmm. And I just like seeing someone carrying a torch for really high quality 2d animation. Yeah. Um, Like I said earlier, just like even just the cinema, the cinematography, the way things are put together, the design of the characters, the way the music plays with things. There's some really cool stuff they do with music. Mm -hmm. You don't see a whole lot of 2D action like this. It requires effort. Yeah. If you think of like the typical Cartoon Network kids show or something like that, but the animation here is a whole other level of execution. Just the whole production of it, like the, the way the music, the action, the drawing... The, everything the way everything works together with these other things almost feel like ch- cheap web animations i don't know that's that's not phrasing it the way i want i love cheap web animations but you know i hate i hate to be the guy that throws in a ninja turtle reference here but if i don't no do one it. else will Please do um, no you don't but uh <laughs> that's so what i like you love being that guy the, uh, yeah the ninja turtles are awesome animated turtle series the rise of the ninja yeah, turtles that's the what thing I was to about, like yeah. about it is the action animation. The action. Uh, it makes me want to watch it now that you say that. It, if it's, it's this amazing. kind of execution, I want to see it. It's yeah. one of the best, like, I'd say, like, mainstream TV, sh- animated TV shows as far as action that I've seen in a long time. The characters are a little off, and it's maybe a bit too silly for some people to ever truly love. But mm-hmm. the action in this show is just... I. I wish the 2003 version, which was my favorite, had a little bit more like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beaches. I was just interested in some yeah. of the things that you may not have cared for or that you thought the series fell short on. Uh, I really, okay, I really enjoyed the first episode way back when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you why I didn't try to follow it up. I just, uh, so watching it this time, it may have been a bit of fatigue of trying to watch too many episodes all at once. It was just a bit too much of like, uh, what what are they going to fight this time? <laughs> right, right. A little repetitive. I, like a, like, like I th- a Monster I think, of the Week serial. It, it is kind of yeah, like that yeah, yeah. for a couple of episodes. It really is, yeah. But like I said, I, I can see why people would really enjoy this, mm-hmm. even if it's even if it's not my favorite thing. The look of it, the animation's top-notch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, can, you can appreciate the execution on it, even if it's not like your cup of tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If I were to, you know, uh, something sticks out as like a major, like, this is why I can't follow this is, is I need I need just a little dialogue here. You look, you look for a couple of story beats like that. Uh, that makes sense. Well, no, no, I wouldn't even. I mean, I, I get the story in this. There's story. 
I just like, I like people to talk at me, I suppose. Not in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I need this to satisfy my socialization quota. For that. <laughs> in real life, please go full spear. Just grunt. I there you go. In the supermarket, okay? Get out of here on your little motorized scooter. Especially if I went to high school with you, a grunt is all that needs to happen. You don't need more than that. That's a little much at times. <laughs> a lot of the people I went to high school with, that is about what you get. <laughs> really, that's the only level you guys of communication know. we have. Yeah. Yeah, we know. When you know, you know. Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you liked it, Soltis. I thought you probably would. I just I, I, I was know. I was very impressed with it. And I, like I, I said, had a feeling just like I don't know, the level of love whatever i thought you i thought you'd feel it man thank you for joining us in the dimension of our midnight cape we hope you'll visit us again from myself lumberdor beaches and doug thank you and good night So I'm pretty sure I saw the best prequel ever made today. Okay. Um, Which turtle this is what light? sparked the prequel. <laughs> yes. The prequel yes. discussion. Okay. I mean, imagine if if uh, M Night Shyamalan had taken the Sixth Sense and tried to make a prequel out of that, like already knowing that Haley Joel Osment could see dead people. I mean, would it be any good? Maybe. Shut up. <laughs> 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 um are, are you guys aware of orphan yes came, came out like a decade ago and it's it's this nice little uh thriller where, where the whole movie you think um it's just this murderous little girl and i i don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it but the entire movie is predicated on this twist at the end and how could you do a sequel to it? You couldn't. So they decided to do a prequel, which is even dumber. Which is even dumber. But no, what they do is they lean into the craziness of the uh, of the of the end of the first one. They're like, you know, you know what this is about now, okay? You you yeah. know how stupid this is. I've actually <laughs> we're I've gonna, heard good things about this yes, movie. Yes, yes. But they're like, we're going to lean but into it. But because it's crazy. It's like you watch it to see something crazy. You know, We're going to make you think that we're just setting up the same old scenario for a dumb prequel. And the twist in it, I swear to you, ah, man, they, they nailed it. <laughs> they nailed it. I mean. I have to watch this now. As soon as it happened, I just spent the next five minutes going, what, 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 no, no, what, no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, okay, anyway.